0: J.D. talking Sports, it is Friday, December eight, two 2017, J.D. talking Sports G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, also subscribe on iTunes, rate me on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, watch some of my videos, please. Jimmy Haslam said John Dorsey's main objective as GM of the Browns is to find a quarterback. You know how many quarterbacks the freaking Browns have had since they became the Browns franchise? I can't even count, was it 18, 19, 20, something astronomical. Jean Kaiser, I guess, isn't the answer. Well, you know what? They have a shitty team around him. I think if you give him a little time, he's also a rookie. But they don't give any of these guys a shot. They just think a guy's going to come and he's going to change everything. Not everybody's a Carson Wentz. Not everybody's a Mark Sanchez. That was a joke. Not everybody's a Dan Marino. Guys need time. Even Aaron Rodgers needed a couple goddamn years to get with the, you know, to learn the, the system, all that stuff. And everybody thought he was going to be the first pick in the draft. Remember how long he had to wait? To get drafted that day, he was the last guy in the green room. Turned out all right for him, huh? He's had a good career. Has a ring. Should have a couple more, in my opinion. Carolina's playing Indiana in the College Cup. Yeah, I... I'm thinking, would I want to sit outside of Philadelphia right now watching college soccer? I'm going to go with a big no on that one. Manny Pacquiao reached out to Conor McGregor. Does anybody give a shit about a Pac-Man-Conor McGregor fight? Now, it's almost like Pacquiao like was in a time travel machine, or you know, was in one of those what were those things underground? On one of those bomb shelters, and just came out and was like, you know what? I think it'd be a great idea for me to fight somebody when I'm wait- when I lost to this guy. Now I, Jeff Hornby lost in Australia. They said it was a controversial, controversial decision. But to be honest with you, if he was the fighter, he was. Before, Jeff Horn would not even have been able to walk, walk wouldn't last a round with him. When Pacquiao was in his prime, untouchable. But again, nobody beats Father Time. Father Time always wins. Now, do we want to watch him fight? I mean, the Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather fight took forever to happen was not a good fight at all. Always happens too late. Leonard Hagler happened too late. Tyson Holyfield happened too late. At least Klitschko fought a little, you know, Still had a, a little bit in the tank for Joshua. And Joshua knocked his ass out. But there's never really, these guys never meet. Like Tyson fought Holmes after Holmes was long past due. So do you think we want to watch Pacquiao, Conor McGregor in a boxing fight? Now Floyd Mayweather was older, but he's in supreme condition. Never really got hit. Pacquiao's got him beat up lately. He's not the same fighter he used to be. I, I don't. I just think it's like must not watch television. You know, there's must see, NBC is must see television. This is must not see television. You say that fast, it sounds like must not see television. Sorry, you know. Hey, I sent out holiday cards today. Got some Hanukkah cards. That's nice, they now have the Hanukkah Christmas cards because people have a lot of interfaith marriages. I used to think, you know, unisex meant that there was something sexual going on as a kid, so I never wanted to go into those places. It always gave me me the heebie-jeebies. Well, I was a kid, I wanted to be a go-go dancer because there was a go-go bar down the hill from me. And I didn't know what a go-go dancer was. That's what I said when I was a kid. I wanted to be a go-go dancer. My parents were horrified. As well as should be. Any parent should be horrified. So Pac-Man, I know you, you probably need some money. You didn't make enough money in your career. What was it, a couple hundred million dollars? But what do I know? Hey, look, Holyfield had that house that was what, like, $60 million, it was that astronomical house he had in Atlanta that had more property than we knew what to do with, and his manager was saying, why do you have such a big house when you don't have that many people? Comes in and bites you in the ass. You got to watch that 30 for 30, I'm broke, about ex-athletes. How This guy got a check, his last, got $50,000, and he, and he paid cash for a Hummer. Uh, yeah, a Hummer, that's what he bought. Last 50000 he went to a car dealership and bought a Hummer. He said they used to go out and compete. Who could spend the most money out in clubs? Like, you know, just like spending it like it was water. Just because you make 15000000 million doesn't mean you have to spend $15 million, right? I'm just, I'm rambling right now. I apologize, folks. I'm just, I'm just perplexed that Pac-Man, I mean, that people want to see a Pac-Man Conor McGregor fight. Maybe somebody does. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to go with no. And is going to fight tomorrow on ESPN. What a freaking fighter. He's going to fight uh, Regandu for the WBO light. What is he going Yeah. <clears throat> That's tomorrow night for the WB- Junior Lightweight World title on H- an ESPN tomorrow night. I thought it was an HBO fight. He's fought on HBO. Now he's going to ESPN. It's going to be in the Garden. What do I know? Cavs got their 13-game winning streak. It's over. Pacers beat a 106-102. Oh, Stanford is going to play the winner of the Carolina-Indiana game Sunday in the College Cup. And the Celtics with the best record on the road take on LaMarcus Aldridge and the Spurs. I just got that on my phone. LeBron at 29 tonight. Victor Oladipo, 33 points to lead the Pacers. My cousin told me he works at a gym and there's a guy who's a rapper named Mickey Monday. So I did a little rap for them. I did it as Kanish, and I was singing about matzo balls and Kreplach. It was not good. My cousin was not impressed. She said, What do you do for an encore? Not sing, that's for sure. Even in the shower. Anthony Davis, groin, expected to play tonight versus King after missing the last three games. We'd like to see him back. So no, Dustin Hoffman was supposedly groping a woman while they were doing Death of a Salesman on Broadway in the 80s and actually tried to put his fingers... That's what she said. Tried to. She put a Hollywood Reporter report. She did a story today. Said he tried to insert his fingers inside of her. I was like, what the hell? What is wrong? I mean, you know, it's just crazy. I mean, every day... It, like I said, every day something's fucking coming out. I mean, the perverts are out. I mean, you know what? If I'm doing a show... And we used to do stupid, I was doing, we would do shows, we'd do stupid stuff, but would I ever do that to a female in my show? Even, I mean, to make something like that up, would I ever, I mean, that's just, that's like, unbelievable, just speechless. Yeah, I'm just like, it's like the the amount of perversion these guys have, they just, it's like, what can I do to top this? Oh, let me, let me do this. Let, let me let me do something that's really disrespectful to the. And they just keep doing it. They just keep doing it. Hope Solo said she's running for president of U.S. soccer. Yeah, that's going to happen and uh, hell's going to freeze over. Nets say hey, last night beat the Thunder in Mexico City. I loved it because they had f- uh, five players in double figures and I love when Carmelo keeps losing. What, did you shoot five, five for 20 last night? They don't look good. They're not finishing games. Paul George didn't play last night, but they had a good crowd. And Drew Brees blames Thursday night football for a flurry of Saints injuries versus Falcons. 100% product of playing Thursday night. I definitely agree. I've talked about this numerous times. You can't play on Sunday and play again on Thursday. It's just not, it's not good. First of all, it's not, now they had a good game last night, but it's not good for the product. What I told you last night how many Saints were out of the game. And then Peyton, at the end of the game went on the field. He was complaining about a play, got a flag, and he called the referees poor. They said he's probably, there. they're reviewing his, his, they're reviewing the, what happened on the field while he came on the field. Listen, the refs suck. For every good ref, there's 10 shitty refs. These guys have all the technology at their hands and they still fucking can't get the calls right. I definitely agree he, can, he says this and I said, oh, they have to control these guys. Listen, if they suck, call them on it. Fire these fucking refs. Some of these refs are 70 years old, 60, 70 years old. They shouldn't be calling refs. They should have a younger guy. I, I don't say, Oh, the older guys have more experience. Listen, they're not as fast. They're not. I'm, if I was sixty or seventy, I'm not. I'm not. My my. I'm not rapid fire with shit. I'm not moving as fast as I used to do. You gotta. You gotta have guys that are at the same. These are fit. These are fit athletes. You don't look at the, the referees for basketball. They're not. They're not. They're not guys. These guys got to be in good fucking shape. Hockey refs do. These football guys. Yeah. You know, you know Ed Hockley, You know showing off the guns. But I think a lot of these refs. For every good ref out there, there's a lot of shitty refs. And when he says they're poor, I'm gonna go with what Sean Payton says over the fucking refs. If they were poor, they were fucking poor. And he wasn't happy with it. Uh, I would love him to come, to be fed up in New Orleans and come to play coach for the Giants. I think he would be a great head coach here. Also today, the Bears you 11 touchdowns to beat the Redskins, 73-0. The most lopsided victory in NFL history, 73-0. How about that? So 11 touchdowns. They missed a couple extra points. That's a lot of points, my friends. Yeah, George Aloko, the Ben safety, had his suspension switched. He goes, you can never take the natural, re- natural reaction of what football is, which is another man running in one direction, another man running towards his direction to try to bring him down and him, to try to bring him down to try to, to try, wait, wait, yeah, this makes sense, which is another man running in one direction, another man running toward his direction to try to bring him down and him to try to keep, run- keep running. So basically, yeah, that's one guy going, on, another guy's trying to stop him from running. It will be physical. There's no way you can softly bring a guy down. And uh, Ramon Foster, Pittsburgh guard, said after Ryan Shazier went down, he said, this is one of the first times ever in my life of playing football where I felt scared of football. And it doesn't look good with that spinal injury. And how about this? Joel Markowitz is a Jet, is a Bills fan. He's been diagnosed with ALS. And there was a story about him being at a local bar in Buffalo. And Joel Markowitz's sense of humor, he goes, I'm pretty sad that I'm not going to live to see the Bills win a Super Bowl, he told his five brothers. But then again, neither are any of you. <laughs> and we should all have his uh, sense of humor. <laughs> I've never had neither of you. I thought that was freaking like perfect. Man, that sucks. I made a bit with my uh, buddy Harris about the Jets winning a Super Bowl. Giants have won two since we've been friends. And uh, I owe him like uh, hundreds of dollars. And I'm thinking, I keep going double or nothing. S.I.'s Dan Jenkins talk about Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus is a special kind of brute whose particular talent is mashing runners into curious shapes. And uh, they're going crazy at the Garoppolo-Montana comparisons. 49er fans, listen guys, We played one game and you beat a shitty-ass Brown uh, Bears team. Next, next weekend, we have... I saw the games for next week. Chicago at Detroit is the early game and then the late game I think is Denver at San Diego. Talk about, but Saturday, Saturday football next week. I'm so excited. I love it. Now we're now. Oh, we're getting tropical storm, winter storm Benji. I heard we might get four inches of fucking snow. It's a winter storm now. Four inches? Are you kidding me? But nope. Tomorrow I have classes. They said uh, call in the morning see if the if it's snowing or not. I was like, okay. Why is it not canceled? We're, we have uh, we have winter storm Benji. It should be canceled, right? Some serious stuff. Ronaldo says I'm the best. Cristiano Ronaldo says he's the best ever. Puts Messi in the shade after fifth Ballon d'Or win. Good for you. You know? So you've tied Messi, but you're the best ever. I beg to differ. I don't, you know And that's the thing. It's funny. Both, neither of those guys have won a World Cup. Now, it's not, that's kind of harder. It's not a one man sport. But still, you look at the great ones. You got to get that, got to get that, got to get that. Well, and, and Messi actually made a final. They lost to Germany? I think they lost to Germany. He did get to the final final. They didn't play well, but they got to the final, where Ronaldo has not gotten there. And Rashad Jennings retires, played for the Jags, Raiders, and Giants, eight years, about 37-72, rushing, 23 touchdowns. Rashad, you'll be missed. Actually, you know what? He always looked like a freaking Greek Adonis. And then when they needed a tough yard, he never could get it. I never was really impressed with him. And this is the dumbest fucking thing I saw. An Under Armour store opens up in Amsterdam. And Anthony Joshua smashes the windows, the glass windows with gloves on. Now, you know what? What agent would say, you know what? This is a smart thing to do. Let's, let's put gloves on and let you break glass windows outside of an Under Armour. And, and they're all laughing and everything. I said, I don't understand what the purpose was. God forbid the piece of glass. Now, hopefully it was fake glass. Because God forbid, what, he gets paid to use his hands. He's punching his hands through glass with gloves on. I, I feel like they're just, you know, hey, let's do something, the most idiotic thing in the world. Let's do this. I just was like, wow. I watched the video. I go, I thought it was a joke. I said, no. Nah. And, oh, he was punching through. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And Ducks have brought, uh, named interim coach and co-offensive coordinator, Mario Cristobal, new head coach. He was a Florida Atlantic, you know. It was, uh, I think he played at Miami. I would think they would have had a better shot at people, but I guess they want the familiarity and they wanted to keep some of the, some of the recruits. That's all I can think on that front. And D Rose may need surgery. Bone spur in left ankle that may require surgery if rehab doesn't work. He's he is just damaged fucking goods. And Giancarlo Stanton, preferred destination, open waving, no trade clause. He turned down the Giants and the Cardinals. And I said, to my, I said, Frank, what do you think? He goes, too much money. I say, take him. But then they said they have to get rid of somebody to take on Ellsbury's, take on Ellsbury's contract, Gardner's contract, and they want Starling Castro. And I like Starling Castro. I don't know why they're gonna get rid of Starling Castro. And I like Gardner. Gardner's a team player. So I don't know. I don't I don't and he, he's injured a lot, Stanton. Hits a lot of home runs. He wants to come here. But the last time they went after a big guy, a big money guy was A-Rod. They got one championship and then nothing. I thought he brought nothing to the table. I don't know. He's young, injured a lot, missed a lot of games, but he had a monster season last year. Never played, never been on a winning team. Oh, wow. Patrick Stewart may be on board to reprise John Luke Picard role if Tarantino directs Star Trek. Tarantino directing Star Trek would be quite interesting. An MLS to nominate Kathy Carter for U.S. soccer president, but Commissioner Don Garber denies pressing her to run. Obviously, they want to get somebody in that. Also, the NHL salary cap is going to go from 78 to 82 with 75 last year. Love Gary Bettman. I love when someone wins the Stanley Cup. They boo the shit out of him. He is probably the least, well, him and Goodell, least liked commissioners out there. Matt Forte, questionable Sunday. That knee, all season, he's been hurt. Spagnolo says he'll call defensive plays, and Mike Sullivan will still call offense. Don't want to upset the apple cart. Yeah, because it's really working now, guys. I'll tell you, the 2-10 apple cart, those, those apples are fucking rotting as shit. Yeah, it's working. Yeah, keep it up. Yeah. Right now, I think, you know what? You know what? Eli knows the fucking offense. Let him run it. Harris always tells me, because if when they run the hurry up, they, the offense is unstoppable. Eli's a co- coach on the field. I don't know why he even needs an offensive coordinator. He knows the whole goddamn playbook. He doesn't need a guy calling him plays. Cashman and Brian Cashman, going to finalize a five-year, $25 million extension. Yeah, what do he do, though? And Todd Doles had a short press conference today. He goes, he goes, yeah, world record, and he he, he left laughing his ass off. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, Jimmy Haslam says find a quarterback will be GM John Dorsey's number one priority. You think? Really? And I don't know if they're gonna, you know, if Hugh Jackson's back next year. He said, John Dorsey said he's. I'm eager to work with Hugh and his staff and our personal department. Personal department, and I'll bring us the success the fans so deserve. Yeah, I. I wonder if that's gonna, I wonder if that's gonna follow through. That's gonna pan out. And Jackson said uh, about having an offensive coordinator next year. He said it was definitely a possibility. Explained that he thinks the team will be better equipped for such a coaching addition than they have been in Jackson's first two years with the team. Well, maybe I'll have more talent next year. And Jackson said it was like a setup to have a coach responsible for the unit under adverse conditions. And he says he thinks other head coaches use it a way to evade accountability that Jackson says he wanted to take for himself. There's also a possibility that a good offensive coordinator could have helped the unit develop more quickly, but that's a moot point 28 games into, one in 27 into his tenure. Oh, and I read this article from, what the hell? Back in March, a guy wrote that he, he said, will Paul Perkins be the first 1,000-yard rusher since Ahmad Bradshaw? I wasn't Ahmad Mas- Bradshaw. I looked it up. Last time Giants had a 1,000-yard rusher it was 2008. They went 12-4 and that year. They were number one seed. They lost in the first round, 23-11, to the Eagles, which was the first 23-11 game ever in playoff history. Well, they were 12-4, and number one seed. Freaking Brandon Jacobs and Greg Ward, part of the earth, wind, and fire of the... Earth, wind, and fire of the the, the, the the running backs. Well, Jacobs and freaking Ward both went for 1,000 yards that season. That's the last time, 2008, nine seasons now. So Paul Perkins was supposed to be the guy that they were like, you know, Paul Perkins is, he said, Paul Perkins who from UCLA had a good first season, what he rushed for almost 500 yards his first year. So they said, you know, he's going to be, he, he's going to go for a 1,000. Well, this is his stats this year. 35 rushes, 73 yards. And seven catches for 35 yards. A total of 108 yards. And he he actually was out three games he wasn't even playing. He was, wasn't even active. So talk about... So the Giants that year finished 12-5 and five after the playoff loss. 7-2 and two at home. Both losses to the Eagles. Yeah. Jacobs at 1,089 in 2008. And Derek Ward at 1,025. So I was talking to my buddy today. He's a big Giant fan also. Uh, my buddy rock L- listens to my podcast religiously big nick fan big giant fan and he said to me you know he said you know he's, he brought up what we talked about eli that he should sit because you know he brought up how you know joe Thisman broke his leg the bone went through and then he was out there never played again and he feels that right now it doesn't matter about the the streak he doesn't have a line why get him killed why not just go, go with the other quarterbacks and l- live for another day next year? The season's over, 2-10. They're not, they're not doing anything. They've been eliminated from the playoffs. Let's see what Davis Webb has. And they're going I can't, to... I can't not agree with him. I think Dallas is going to play hungry. Philadelphia is going to play hungry. And you know what? If he played last week against the Raiders, he would have been sacked about 10-15. He would have been sacked. They would have killed him. They would have freaking killed him. And... The one thing that got Reese fired was he didn't improve the offensive line. Spent on D and no additions this year on the offensive line. Eli Apple isn't even playing. He was, a t- what, 10th pick in the draft? He, and he's not. He, when he got in the doghouse in McAdoo. Let's see if he'll come back. But he, every time I get he's like toast. He gets burnt all the fucking time. And we need a quarterback, and you need a goddamn line. And they're not running the goddamn ball. And that takes pressure off Eli. I mean, they they have no running attack whatsoever. Wayne Gallman out of Clemson, I think, let's see what he can do. But he doesn't get enough. And that's the thing. A lot of these teams, they have all these running backs. Someone get 5 eight carries. You want to get a rhythm going as a running back. You don't want to come in and play a couple of plays and go out. You don't get that rhythm going. And the Giants used to always have workhorse running backs. Barber. Rodney Hampton. Joe Morris. They had guys who were, I remember Carpenter, during that playoff game against the, what, we were at 40-something time? God damn. Run the fucking ball. Get a give a guy and give him a goddamn shot. You got four games left. Let's evaluate the goddamn talent out there. Don't worry about wins or losses. Evaluate the talent because this year's done. Let's see what you got going for next season and what you need. We know we need a line, but you don't know what you really have in running backs because you're not playing these guys enough. So let's go let's let's do it. But you know, hey, I'm not the coach. I'm just talking like a common sense kind of person. I mean these guys are getting paid the big bucks and you see what they can do. Meanwhile, they're 2-10. and ten. The Jets are 5-7. and seven. Jets, I thought they'd win two goddamn games this year with a, quarter, a 38-year-old quarterback who's played on more teams than I've moved in my life. And he's having a pretty good year. Not great year, but good year. But they still have to draft the quarterback. a quarterback. They need a star. And McCown's not the star. Also, he's 38 goddamn years old. But he's playing more than adequate. He doesn't make crazy throws like Fitzpatrick. And what are the, even that great year, Fitzpatrick had 10 and 6, they didn't make the goddamn playoffs. You know why? Because they couldn't put away fucking Buffalo when they had to. And that's what the thing is. You got to have a team that has to put down. You got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. You have to beat those teams. That's why the Jets were never good. It's about consistency. We already talked about this. Sorry. I'm just. Some of this stuff really pisses me off. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, Paul Perkins, no. Nothing, yeah. Todd Bowles was yeah, world record. And Brady, they asked about Goodell. He said, "There's a lot of money. Obviously, NFL business is going well. He can put, he can pick up a lot of checks now. Maybe he'll take me out to dinner sometimes. You take, you should take out freaking Tom Brady for like a year straight because that whole, the whole deflate gate was a crock of fucking shit, bullshit. And Joe Thomas, I love Joe Thomas. He said eight teams in the." NCAA tournament, I said, that's a good thing. He also said that they should have, he said a great, I love what he said about, he said, Tom Brady makes $20.5 million per year. NFL commission makes $40 million per year. So that, per year. So that, does that mean that Roger Goodell is twice as valuable to the NFL and twice as hard to replace? Exactly. It, exactly. No. And they asked Jones about Goodell. He goes, it's very, very hard. And if you want to make changes, you end up getting a lot of criticism along the way. If you're working in an area and you're not getting a lot of major pushback, then you should ask yourself whether you should be working in that area. Yeah. And Goodell, fucking I'll tell you that. I know the owners paid him that money, but when you're making double what Brady's making, he's more valuable to the league than goddamn Tom Brady. That's where it's all fucked up. The money should, the players should get more goddamn money. There's no way a commissioner of a league should be making more than the guys playing the game, putting their fucking lives on the line every goddamn day. Never should happen. Never should happen. And there's got to be, the next CBA, that's what they should hold up there. They go, wait a minute. So you're saying your commissioner, you're saying you don't have the money or this and that. You guys are making so much goddamn money that you can afford to pay a commissioner who's made almost $200 million as commissioner of football. Can't do it. Can't. No. Can't do it. Yeah, can't. Oh, and uh, Shohei Ohtani chose the Angels. He said he didn't want to go a big market. I would call them a big market team, but he said they. he felt the most comfortable with them. Yeah, I... I yeah, they're talking about, uh, you know, the, the Yankees are desperate to get under the luxury tax. So if they can get rid of Ellsbury but he'd have to waive his no-trade clause. Stalin Castro, those two would be, RO combined $80.4 million and would count $30.4 million toward the 2018 luxury tax payroll compared to Stanton's 25. Now, the Rangers were desperate enough to eat $67 million of 179000000 Arod million A-Rod was owed to facilitate the deal with the Yankees. Now, Stanton can opt out after 2020, but if he doesn't, he's signed through 2027 when he's 37. Now, A-Rod did count $27.5 towards their luxury tax payroll last year and didn't play. That's not a bad last season. So he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Shohei Ohtani said he felt a true bond. Nothing to do with market size or times. I don't know. Hey, I'm not inside his head. He's doing what he has to do. Weber State's playing. James Madison, the number one team in uh I called 1AA the FCS and now this te- now FCS has what 32 teams in their fr- in their in their in their in their playoff and we can't get 8 in D1 Are you kidding me? And FCS does this every year it works great. They play all these games and these guys are playing every goddamn week. But that's that that's okay. But the D1 players oh, wait, that's an extra game and that's going to tax them. I, I don't understand. Oh, and he just fumbled the goddamn ball. Yeah, that was not a good play. James Madison had it too, and they freaking didn't. Yeah, oof, that's tough. They stepped in shit. And James Madison, I think, is undefeated this season. That be it. they said that would be a huge upset. Now you know, go with the, we. You know, we have the Army Navy game this year. Ahmad Bradshaw is the quarterback for. Army, he's 126 yards from breaking the single season mark by a service academy player set by Napoleon McCallum in '83. This year, he has 1,400. What is he? Yeah, 1,472 yards rushing this year. 10th in the nation. His team's eight and three. Leads the nation in rushing. They average 368 a game. Army. They face Navy for the 118th time in Philly. They can get the Commander in Chief's uh, Trophy f- here for the first time in 21 years. That's if you beat Army. If you, it's between Army, Navy, and Air Force. And Ahmad Brad. Now he said he's 10 pounds later than his 205. He carried into the season, but he said it's not. It's not just the hits he takes. The 6:30 a.m. formation, The 20 hours of classes. So said the work that keeps him up long after taps echoes goes along the banks, of the banks of the Hudson River at 11.30 p.m. every night. There's a year-round military training that beats him up. The, the training at nearby Camp Buckner, the weapons training, the historic campaigns, and the state-of-the-art military strategies crammed into the head of Bradshaw and his fellow cadets. No, he says football is the easiest, most fun and least important thing he has done during his 41 months as an officer in training. But that, now, but this is the thing, after two years, sophomore year, they have to decide if they want to remain at West Point. It's a monumentous decision, one that can, you know, have a profound consequence on a cadet's life and career. And two years ago, Bradshaw almost walked away. In fact, he, he didn't go to the ceremony. And when you, Gaylord Green, a former Army football player and retired Lieutenant Colonel uh, Colonel is now the Senior Associate Athletic Director at Academy. He goes, when you take a kid off the streets of Chicago and bring him here, it's like dropping him on Mars. And listen to this. They're 10th in the nation in rushing. He has attempted only 39 passes in 11 games, completing 12. He's only thrown 39 passes in 11 games this season. Army just runs the shit out of the ball. He's the son of a single mother when he uh, heard that he was offered to play football at Army by asking his high school coach, what's West Point? Green, a mentor, once Bradshaw arrived at West Point, knew he was uh, struggling, but he also saw a poison confident officer in the making. And Army coach Jeff Monken knew Bradshaw was wavering too, but he saw a resilient quarterback who might win an awful lot of games for him, yet neither felt they could strong arm uh, you know, Bradshaw and stay, staying to lead. To be in a position of leadership and influence, you have to put in the time, Monkin said. He said, you got to do what other people aren't willing to do. You choose that. Both Green and Mankin knew Bradshaw had always owned up to his mistakes. He took his hours. The forced back and forth marching uh, uh, met it out as punishment and performed over weekends. Did he surpass? Uh, they asked him if he surpassed 100 hours. He said, no comment. Kid, kid, hey, you know. Yeah, he said, no comment. There was no epiphany for Bradshaw Army, no magic path suddenly appearing that was easy to follow. He brought he bought a whiteboard where he wrote his school assignments each day and chose a mission that he wanted to accomplish. He stopped questioning the rules he had to follow. Instead, did his best to follow them. He asked himself, "Am I doing enough to prepare myself?" He has two more games to answer that on the football field. He plays Navy on Saturday, then San Diego State, which could be a good game in the Armed Forces Bowl on December twenty third. You know, if he whether he, you know, gets the record, breaks McCallum's records, if he gets two in a row, they're gonna fade football memories are gonna fade. But they said his evolution, that's what I mean look, he said, this is what he said. Bradshaw said, West Point challenges you physically, mentally, and emotionally. If it's too easy for you here, then somebody's not doing their job. One day I'm gonna be in a, he said one day I'm gonna be in charge and the one giving orders, I'm confident I'm gonna leave here knowing that West Point is prepared me to be the best leader that I can be. When that he arrives, there'll be more than a football team counting on him. This is a kid who didn't even know what West Point was. Two years in, he didn't go to the, he the, the, the he didn't even show up for that commitment ceremony from what I read. And then he just, decided, you know what? I mean, it's not going to be easy, but I'm just going to keep on chugging along. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought, you know what, Ahmad Bradshaw, I am rooting for Army tomorrow, man. And I love Navy. I love the coach. I'm not, not going to even try to pronounce his name now. Navy's been solid. Every year. They lost a, tough, a couple tough games this year. But Monkin is doing a great job with the Army. He's none, of the, none of those kids go pro. Every once in a while, the kid goes, kid goes pro. But God bless them, man. That is always a tough... And it's going to be freezing tomorrow. I think they're going to have snow and everything. It's going to be a cool game. That's going to be fun to watch. I will be home for that. And I had to look up the Earth, Wind, and Fire backfield. So Derek Ward was wind. Brandon Jacobs was earth. And Ahmad, Ra- Ahmad Bradshaw was fire. I forgot about that. And now, the, listen to this. The Nets now have the number two and number three picks from the 2015 draft. D'Angelo Russell, number two, and then Okafor went number three to the Sixers. And he showed a good first, good, first year, 17.5 points, seven rebounds, but they said he didn't fit into the, they went 10 and 72, had been in trouble, got involved in an altercation outside of nightclub, suspended for two games. But they said he doesn't move well, you know. But, but hey, I think they're gonna give him a shot. They're gonna play next against Miami Saturday in Mexico, it's the 20th anniversary of its first regular season game, back in '92, right? Oh, '97. But they played their first exhibition game in '92. First regular season game, December 6, 1997. Good crowd, and the G League. Is scheduled to have franchise owner or directly affiliated with twenty-seven NBA teams. NBA teams next year, they're 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 trying to go thirty for thirty, which calls for every every NBA franchise to have a direct affiliate. Mexico City franchise they wanted to have, which also you know it, it would be owned by local owners. They're also they announced a basketball development and training academy in Mexico City, which would be the seventh globally. They have three in China, Australia, India, India. And Senegal provide teenagers worldwide with top level coaching facilities and competition. I think it's good get all over the place. Get these all over the place. Oh, now officials say U.S. looking forward to participating after questions questioning security at South Korean Olympics. You think they're all going? Are you crazy? Yeah, they're all going. And Noah Syndergaard said he's never felt better. He's still lifting weights, but he's lifting better. He says smarter. Wow, Weber State. I, I You know, I never understood that. When two guys are fighting for a football, I don't know how they call, I'd like to see this reviewed because I felt two guys just went for the football. And I, I don't know, that didn't look like he had it. Wow, Weber State now up by seven with 314 left. Yeah, so Noah Sinigard says, new regimen, uh, off-season training and stretching, Routine that addressed a deficiency in his body. No pull-ups, which he did a lot of last year, but he's still lifting weights. But that he was doing, uh, he was doing so, he was doing it more intelligently than in the past. I was like, okay. He was also spending his first off-season in New York for the—that's the first time he's ever done that. But he says, "I'm lifting, still lifting heavy, but in a smart way." I, I, I hope so, dude. No, no pull-ups this off-season. Also working with a uh, sprinting uh, on a sprinting technique with a Canadian Olympic track coach because he doesn't want to look like he's running like a fat guy in flip-flops anymore. Okay, if you say so. Because I'm not trying to become an Olympic sprinter anytime soon, but he wants to work on his overall athleticism. Okay. Also, they have a new pitching coach in Dave Island. And Syndergaard noted that Ireland's off-season, Dave Ireland's off-season throwing program, which he received last month, was different than what he had seen in the past because it is very structured, exact, precise. Listen, Callaway is a pitcher. And uh, Jerry Blevin says he would be the first former pitcher he'd played under as a manager. He says it's nice to relate on a different level with a manager. He seems super intelligent, and that seems the direction we want to head, and he's very assertive and has those natural leadership abilities just in the couple of phone calls we've had. I'm excited. Good. That's what they need. Excitement. And D Gordon is going to go from playing uh, shortstop, he's going to go play outfield, which he only did in a 13-game stand in the Dominican Winter League a few years ago. Hey, Derek Jeter said he had a clean house. And actually, so this gave uh, Seattle more international money, so they thought they'd get Ohani. Nope, Otani. Nope, not happening. He went to the freaking Angels, which had the least of all the teams that were... Out there. What do I know? Oh, and Sean Kirkpatrick, they waved the nets. I, I heard about that they waved off a guy, wave the guy. Oh, and Angels World Series uh, odds went from 50 to 1 to 30 to 1 after signing Otani. And Chris Pasha's mom named suspect in drug trafficking sting after a home he owns was raided by police. That's not good. That's not good at all. I'll go with that's pretty bad Sacramento Kings unveiled plans for esports facility in Golden One Center I, I don't get esports at all I i around watching people play sports uh, playing video games I will never understand that that to me is just I, I don't get it at all at all I just I, I wish I did but I don't yeah I would love to but I did not. I took pictures of my kids today. So funny. They didn't want to be. One of the kids wouldn't stand next to the other kids. And I was like, all right, dude, if you don't want to stay next to him, you don't have to. But he was like, nah, I ain't doing this. I do this. And Nate Diaz says he turned down UFC's offer for title fight in any weight class and teaser transition into boxing. Okay. All right. So now, Weber State, yeah, it's Weber State. Up 20-20, I met James Madison, Three hundred five left. Gumbo Chef loves when I give score updates. And that's all I got to say on that front. Now, we got trivia questions. Okay, last night's trivia question. Most sacks in first 20 games of the NFL career. Joey Bosa had 19 in 2017. 19 in 20 games, which he breaking the record of eight and a half and by Alden, Alden Smith. Alden Smith had more time than his goddamn pinky, but he can't can't stay in trouble off the goddamn field. You're just amazing, these man-childs, and you're just like, Jesus, get your shit together, dude. Make it work. Why? Tonight's favorite question. Most TD passes thrown in the first seven games of an NFL career. Most TD passes thrown in the first seven games of an NFL career. John Dorsey, I wish you the best of luck with a... A, fran- a franchise that is just a hot mess. The Browns. Giants, no offense, but I would love to see Davis Webb play this week. I really would. I really feel like we've seen I think Dallas, they're playing for the playoff lives. I think they're going to get after Eli. It's going to be a crazy game. The weather's going to be freezing. I'm really curious how it's going to turn out. Nets, you keep playing well. Carmelo, I want you to keep losing. I uh, said to one of my clients, I said it's, you know, Carmelo gone from the Knicks it's a Christmas miracle which it was I I compare he's toxic kind of like A-Rod was with the Yankees he brings nothing to the franchise except headaches and agita and we don't need that wow and James Madison just scored a touchdown 28-27 they're going to go for two I think and we could have overtime good game fans going crazy I heard everybody likes that school a lot Riley Stapleton only six catches, a buck sixty-three, and a touchdown today. But I guess that's an average game. Jets got to win in Denver this weekend. You have to. Army Navy. I'm taking Army. To, Army tomorrow. Ahmad Bradshaw is going to break Napoleon Kaufman's record tomorrow, which will put him over. Yeah, he'll put him almost at 1,600 yards for the season. Go Army. Beat Navy. Even though as a kid, I was. I remember reading a book about Stallback being a Navy. How much he was crying. All right, Rock, thanks for talking to me today. Gave me some good stuff. I agree with you. Let's see the young guys. Let's keep the 37-year-old to be Eli Manning healthy for next season and uh, win another fight next year. No need to. We've seen all we can see from Eli. The wreck streak's been broken. No point now to keep it going. Could keep him out there. Could get ugly out there. All right. Oh, and hope those wildfires stay out of the way in California. It's scary. That's some scary shit. My cousin's okay. I just talked to him today. All right, peace out.